Warning, this podcast may contain adult content or language. It also might contain content that could be seen from others as uncomfortable or upsetting due to personal reasons. If that is the case, then please proceed with caution or stop the video as we at the table are comfortable in most circumstances. This is a safety blanket meant for all individuals watching these episodes as it is unclear what story content will be displayed. Hope you enjoy the story. So what are you going to do about the rest of us then? Like, I'm a sea hag, but a night hag. Right, I'm going to do a link snap. To not cause trouble. This is trouble. This I'm is about to get bitch slapped by a half Grabs him, pulls out Moonshadow, and holds it to his neck. Let's give this a signal. So you begin, you begin communicating. <laughs> the ground is eating a troll. I don't like this ground. Oh yeah, I just completely forgot it. Just... So what do I need to roll? You can see Rex literally eating his dice. Yeah! Use that frying pan as a drying pan. Maybe a stab! You use your action to cast fly. Fuck! Um, I convey a message of what the fuck are you saying? Be quiet. I'm gonna tackle that troll in the mall of death, hopefully. I'll observe. Got disadvantage on it, that's a two. You stab the one you were talking to, you hear, yes. Um, those that are looking back, all you hear is, no. You look at Ryder, nothing. You look at everyone else, turn back, he has a shovel. Where the players make plans and horribly execute them. What that is They're just stupid. They're idiots. They're really dumb. I made a joke. That was so funny for sure. Five minutes of Randall. Where we last left off, our party here had continued their adventure down towards Waterdeep. Followed alongside with their stag. Whom of which may or may not have finally made it back home. Before we get to that, though, essentially... Can we finally have venison? Hmm? Oh my god. No. Um, <laughs> what I want to say is, if you have not, check out RPG League at their uh, landing page, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. They're uh, an RPG service. They're tabletop RPG oriented. They do reviews. They show cases of uh, tournaments, fan-nominated tournaments. It's tons of fun. Check them out on their landing page at www.rpgleague.com and see if there's a tournament nearby. Hopefully they uh, bring some over here because honestly I just want to play more D&D. <laughs> Same here. But, um, that's... So, going back into the recap, the party traveling down the road had been, had gone through a toll gate of sorts after their uh, altercations 
at the previous few days with Alan's carts and everything of the sort, they <clears throat> traveled safe, safely through the toll gates, essentially gathering um, a little bit more information on what happened at Waterdeep. Traveling further down, they... Other than the sand pit. Well, you were at the hotel, at the inn. That's right. Thank you. So they made their way with the sisters to uh, the Waterfall Inn. There, um, there was a moment where they... Behind the waterfall. There was a moment behind the waterfall, sure. But the main uh, dialogue or conversation that occurred between Rex and uh, Teresa, also known as Spacey, was that Teresa had actually perished but a year before, and a doppelganger feeling grief in taking the memory of Teresa confided in Rex and left. Rex then explained the situation to the remaining sister, who was in disbelief. Party then, the next morning, left without a word and continued down their path. This is where they found um, a... Uh, a trader group or a trading uh, carnival of sorts and went around looking for all sorts of different items, most of which were people betting in a bag of holding, hey. throwing money at it to try to gather random objects of extreme value. Like a, what was it called? Alchemy and job. Yes. Gaming the system. Yes. Um, <laughs> gathering supplies from there and a bit of some debauchery. They. <laughs> they were left behind by the rest of the group because they stopped for about an hour. Traveling behind them, tripling their pace or doubling their pace, they found themselves in an open clearing with a massive sand pit, more or less going dipping down about 15 feet and traveling across several hundreds of feet. We found a desert. <laughs> Essentially, it, was, it looked like a crater. Going down it rather than going around... The stag began to headbutt Randall and then Damn leaped ass. off the cart. <laughs> Asshole. Leaping off the cart and then trudging its way up to the left, the um, the group had spun their carts around and trying to follow it, quickly realizing that the weight of the carts trying to go uphill in the sand was making it very, very difficult. However, Randall had noticed that just before they were kind of keeping up pace... There was disgusting, disturbing hands and faces starting to emerge from the sand. And that's when a fight ensued between the party and some uh, sand methods. Uh, during this fight, a Galadur rock elemental began to roll down the hill straight at the stag, only to be blocked by Ryder getting his ass thrown onto the ground. Again! <laughs> it's, not a, it's not an adventure until I go down. Yes. <laughs> After that, turning the stag invisible and then irking the stag to go up the hill, they finished off the Galadur and began to give chase while Rex and Randall stayed with the carts to try to move them back out of the sand. I guess for some reason we we just made them the drivers of those carts. (laughs) Self-appointed. Self-appointed. Anyways. Yeah. Following the stag... They came to another clearing in a forest. They lost sight of the stag once they got to this clearing, but they saw an expansive lake, easily about 100 foot in diameter, with a very large tree in the farthest corner. 
exploring around, feeling the water. Uh, they found several flowers of white petals and red prawns, similar to that they had seen before. Um, Zacharis recognizing them as well as Gopher in his dream, as well as holding out the flower. What's up? And me. Y- no. Seeing them, you didn't initially see them. Yeah. Gopher was the first one to see them. Oh, no. I, well, you recognize what yeah. they did, but you don't know what they are. They knew what they are. You didn't know what they did, but they didn't know what they did. <laughs> Anyways, um, taking a bite of the flowers and diving into the water, they traversed into the Feywild. Truckies. <laughs> When they bursted out several Mar-fay. different... What? My Fey? Near Fey? Get out of here. Getting to the Feywild <laughs> and exploring what they know, they started to head towards this massive rocky obstruction that was in the same general direction as the sand pit that they were in before. Making their way there, Ryder began to play music and a lot of the nature around began to flow with the tempo and the music itself, <laughs> only to be kind of subsided by... Massive footsteps just and from the trees a minotaur emerged out and started to charge at them, only for the entire area to suddenly go into a blur into a blurring sound. A high pitched whine that began to tense up your heads. And this figure from nature itself seemed to just kind of coalesce out of the ground, uh, forming into vines and then forming into wood herself. She stands there, currently in front of you, after Zakaris says, Sup! <laughs> and that's where we last left off. <laughs> nice, nice one-liner there, Asparagus. So, so the four of you, uh, you two can leave the room if you don't want to be a part of this, since you guys aren't there. Hey. Uh, Rex and Randall, if you don't want to Bye, you two. pay attention or not, it's up to you two. I want to pay attention, but I'll probably end up listening to this later. You can, you can stay, then. You can stay. It's not a big deal as long as you just don't interrupt. Not even, he, he, like, was going to leave and then wasn't, like, four times. <laughs> he was like, yeah. Okay. Anyways. So, the four of you. There is a minotaur breathing fairly heavily off to your side, and this wooden woman. She seems to have bark skin that goes all the way down. She doesn't seem to be wearing clothes, but the bark itself forms into what looks to be clothes. It's it's not um, like she's wearing it. It looks to be more so a part of her. Her hair uh, stretches down to down about um, her back, her waist. And she just stands there with a hand outstretched in the air and the sound, the sound begins to fade. Uh, are we safe? I, I, I think so. I would assume so, yeah. Welcome to the Feywild. I have to thank you for uh, escorting myself here. Oh, you were the you, you were the golden stag. <laughs> more or less, it's a little more complicated than that. It's a uh, pleasure to see you again, sir. And she kind of looks at Zakaris and um, says these words. Zakaris, you've never uh, met this person before. Uh, last time I talked to you, you were a a, a, a goatman. Uh, well, actually, um, I don't know the conversation before that point. I just know that I was returned. To give a Brief explanation, um, I was fragmented, 
essentially. The force that had changed what you call a swamp had, uh, it created a segment that partially split my psyche. So while, yes, you talk to a goat man, I am very much so not a goat individual, but I am the embodiment of spring. And as she holds out her hand, all these vines and flowers begin to bloom, and then they kind of fade into ribbons, going coalescing across the ground and surround the same tree that you essentially emerged from. And all of the ribbons just begin to form into different portions of nature, like vines, several more branches, more foliage colors. And the last time we, I spoke to you, um, was through communing of sorts. My, my, uh, figure was back in that, um, dome city. In the temple. I, I remember. Yeah, so, though I didn't have, uh, the same personage as I am now, I'm pretty sure it was, um, something along the lines of, uh, and her eyes begin to flicker, and she holds out both her hands, and this image of, like, a very, very small, winged pixie kind of forms in her hands. I believe I was something like this. And it just flutters in her hands. I cringe. <laughs> Wait, you don't, want, you don't want the voice? No one wants the voice. <laughs> Do the voice. Nah. Do the voice. Do the voice. <laughs> I went to to asparagus. So is this like your god or something? I, 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 I don't know. Uh, as you're kind of like leaning into whisper, some of the grass that you're stepping on kind of just like wraps around your feet and kind of like intentionally goes into your boots and kind of like tickles your foot. <laughs> <laughs> what was? What's tickling me? Well, I mean. Keeping secrets is, doesn't exactly work in here. Oh, uh... Every, I, everything around you can hear you. Oh. Are you his god? <laughs> I'm a god. Of sorts. It's... It's complicated. Okay. Um... Was there a purpose of us coming here? I mean, you followed the stag. Yes. Um... I'm glad you came here, though, because I did want to thank you and speak to you. Also, but, not to point out the white elephant, but is that Minotaur just gonna sit there? Yeah, you look over and the Minotaur's just... Just, like, off to the side. He's got the his, his great axe embedded into the ground, and... You know, I don't uh, think Minotaur has glasses, Max. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't think the Minotaur has hair. <laughs> Is it the Minotaur face down with his horns in the ground? Yes, he's, yeah, he's, so he's face down. But yeah, he's got the, his great axe into the ground and his horns are kind of embedded in the ground. He's fine. It was, um... He was protecting me, so... So he's not going to attack us now? No, no. Um, you just emerged out of nowhere and he, uh was shot, more or less. You emerged very close to our home. I, I see. Well, 
What now, Asparagus? Since, well... I, uh, I reached into my pocket and I... You what? Uh-oh. Uh, hello? Lynn? Uh, hello? Hello? Oh, there you go. Hello? We didn't it, get... you, you, you cut out right as you said, I pull out... <laughs> my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, what, repeat you no your sentence. I pull out the flower from my pocket. Okay. Uh, when you do, you can actually see... Before it was a flower. Now it's a bomb. It explodes. Everyone's dead. <laughs> when you pull it out, it has this liveliness to it. Almost as if it is alive and almost is like yearning to go towards this figure in front of you. <laughs> I walk up to her and I hand her the flower. Yeah, when, so you go up to her and as you as you do, you can kind of hear the Minotaur in the far corner. <sighs> and she just holds up her hand, and silence once more begins to permeate, and he re- relaxes some. When you hand her the flower, she grabs it from your hand, and when she does, it stems outwards much further than it was before. Because before, it was just like a picked flower off the ground, something like a daisy or a daffodil. When she grabs it and holds it in both her hands, the stem elongates straight into the ground and it begins to widen to the point where it looks almost like a staff itself. At the end of it, it has several white petals with red prongs that shoot upwards. I'm glad that you followed uh, the trail here, both of you. We should go talk, and um, she kind of turns around and starts heading towards the massive rock that's off in the far distance. I, I, I tell I tell Lynn, your god's way better than my god. <laughs> I tell you that. Yours is not as weird. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself weird, and as you do, um, the, several of the grass once again embeds itself into your shoes. Some of it actually gets a little bit thicker as you're trying to walk and gets in your way. There's a portion where you're trying to step forwards and one of the grass um, blades essentially grab at your ankle trying to trip you. It's oh. nothing substantial because it's grass, uh-huh. but um, <laughs> it's not heavy grass. I was trying to give it a secret. I was, just, I was just saying that you're... You're insulting her. No. That she's better yes. than my god. <laughs> at least. Well, in terms of... No in terms, In terms of... <clears throat> Just know it's not me, it's nature itself. I'm not the one controlling their actions. Hmm. I only can delegate authority. Well, I'll do the one thing I'm good at as a boy. I just stop playing the music again. Oh, make a bone shot. Oh no, you must. <laughs> Give me the tray, Calvin. <laughs> Careful, Jordan. If you roll a one, the grass suffocates you and you die. Probably. <laughs> uh, my performance? Add a six to that. 23. Yeah. 23. Um, yeah, so you begin to play as a pan flute, lyre, uh, doss lute. Let's do doss lute, lyre. Okay, yeah. So you start to play your doss lute, and it's it's and very it's melodious. It goes through, reverberates through the area, and funny enough, it's almost like there's proper acoustics. The moment you start to play, certain portions of trees kind of push away to get more space for the music to kind of push outwards more without being impeded. It's almost like as you're playing, nature is trying to avoid obscuring it. 
and they start to sway in motion with the tempo it and the sounds, music itself. It sounds as if you're playing on stage at Orchestra Hall. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but, um, as everyone's traveling behind her, the Minotaur <laughs> rips his head out of the ground, picks up the Great Axe, just trudges along behind you. Doesn't seem to be threatening. Well, doesn't seem to be threatening you. Definitely threatening, but not intentionally, maybe. <laughs> Um, traveling for easily about same amount of time that it took you from the sand pit, so about a few minutes, um, you come to what looks to be a massive rock. It's, it's not about, just a boulder. It's several hundred <laughs> feet wide, um, stretching to about a hundred feet tall. So it is a massive obstruction that's standing in front of you. And when she approaches, she places a hand onto it, and a lot of the rock kind of just forms back into itself, and what stands in front of you is this white, almost crystal-like castle. It's completely um, different than the rock it looked before. So the rock before was brown, had green moss growing in bits and pieces of it. It seemed to have formed into this castle, more or less. We can talk here. It's, it's easier for me. Meat. Meat. Meat would be the be an understatement. <laughs> but, um, again, thank you for returning me to here. It's been troubling. I haven't been able to leave the castle for too long. Anyways. Was there something you wanted to tell us? Yes, yes. Um, I actually had a... It's selfish of me, but I had a request. Um, you've already done so much for me, and by all means, I will do what I can to help you ask what you need, and I'll see to it. But I'm sure you've noticed in your plane changes in power. Your all magic when we cast spells? Yes. It's been augmented, changed, affected of sorts. Uh, so does that sound about right? I did fly five feet, uh, 50 feet in the air after casting an attack spell, so yes, I think we noticed. You also disappeared a couple times. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Trying to heal yourself. <laughs> well, um, that is partly from this place. The fey magic that dwells here is very chaotic in its nature, and does not mix well with things in your material plane. What? It's not meant to stay there. What is the fey words? What, what, what is this place exactly? Well, you've made it to the Spring Quashen. More or less, um... We are the embodiment of everything that makes your seasons. At least, this is the embodiment of spring, and I am the spring goddess of this room, of this area. So is then there a summer, winter, all goddess? That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Apart from the magic that's been affecting your plane, magic has been affecting mine. All of the portions that were a part of the same world has been broken, has been severed, and that thread 
that keeps magic existing, your arcane hearts, is on the verge of collapse. If that were to happen, Black Plague or the, the Great Plague would happen once again. What's the Great Plague? It was referred to as the Spell Plague. When the goddess of magic, or the god of magic, was slain, all arcane arts ceased to exist. And the Feywild materialized into your plane. And it was, to put into your words, hell on earth. As I said before, our, our magic is not meant to preside in your magic, in your plane for long. And as a result, I think that might be what's causing your change in hearts. So, you said the spell, the wizard was slain? How did you guys restore it? Well, not a wizard. A god of magic. Yes. You fool. You. How did you guys fix this problem before, then, if we have magic problems once again? Well... When a god is slain, it takes many steps to reenact a new god of the same power. As a result, we had to wait until reincarnation, more or less, was born. Are you saying that reincarnated person, god, is in trouble again? At, at risk. It's not that they're in trouble, it's that the thread itself is at risk. The thread is the inner line between planes between the Feywild and Material Plane. What is the threat? The threat is the livelihood of... Here, let me get to my notes for it quick. Um, because I have a lot of this written down. In a different... Um... And does this threat it, relate to the cult of the dragon? I don't know of this cult. God of Tiamat. I'm unfamiliar. Alright, never mind then. Um, but to answer your previous question, um, the goddess of magic, Mistra, she was slain before, and as a result we had to wait for a reincarnation. The thread is Mistra's essence. She had created it, more or less, and if the thread were to be severed, her life would also, and vice versa. So there's two ways that us a spell plague could be created. So, the plague just makes us lose our magic, or is there more to it than that? Well, A, the Feywild would reinstate itself inside of your plane, and I mean, as far as I can tell, you've seen what that can do with just the magic crossing over. Um, second, all arcane abilities would be gone. Magical items that had arcane capabilities would be ceased to exist. Any defenses that were congregated based off of arcane would be completely useless. And as a result, during the first spell play, many lives were lost. What? What's up? Are you calling it the threat on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> what? Because it, 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 it's referred to as the weave. Yeah. I like the thread more. <laughs> I like the damn it. I've changed it a little bit. Okay. I mean, the thread, the weave, is the same fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, a weave is many threads woven together into a quilt. Pshaw! <laughs> and all right. <laughs> if it's severed, you're fucked, all right? 
What do you want? To break? How do we prevent? How do we prevent this? Well, reinstating all of the different portions would be a very large step towards that. Right now, I can't travel too far away from my home. Before my other half was returned, I couldn't leave the front gates. So, in other words, what you're asking us to do is the same thing we did for you, but for three other goddesses of the Wilds. But we also have to find them. I don't think that the issue was that I was segmented that caused this. If I wasn't segmented, if I wasn't broken to two, the quotients would still have been split up. I don't know what caused their splits, but it might not be the same cause, it might be from a different alternate. But I'm not asking any of you, and she looks dead at Zacharis. I'm asking you. This is a big ask of someone who, until recently, had no reason to believe in. What? Believe in. Huh? Oh, okay. I, I couldn't hear the last word. Um, I understand that it's a lot, but you... I can... Is this something that you want to talk in front of? Or... In front of them? Yes. I suppose it depends on the context of the conversation. starts, and then if it gets too much, just tell me. I know of your past. I can sense it through most of you. But, um, except for you, sir. He's new, don't pay any attention Yeah, she looked over at Gopher and just, I mean, (laughs) there's something wrong, but it's not. The point thinks he's you and I both know what she's talking about. Yeah. What's wrong? Is something the matter. He's cursed. Um, so to speak. Yeah, I believe there's... Something slowly <laughs> taking his life away as he sleeps. Oh. He has been cursed by a hag. Oh. Yeah, that's... That would be most likely why I can't see Del too far in. Jack would know that, right? Yeah, he said it. Okay. I just said that. I'm like, I would know that as a player. <laughs> no, everyone knows it because he explained yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> um. So essentially, as so she goes back to um, goes back to Zakaris. I know this is much to ask, but is there anything that I can do to maybe? what's in your heart. You have many self... You have much self-doubt and issues with your past. And it's something that I could help with. This would also help you in this task, but I want to make sure that it's Something that you desire. My past 
past is what defines me, and I would be foolish to revoke that right. Well, I wouldn't be revoking it. It would be up to you, but there's a few things that I can do. And she kind of approaches you, gets like face to face, maybe like a few inches from you. You can see like when she gets closer, the bark is actually very much so pasted onto her. It's almost like a um, a coating of paint almost, rather than actual skin itself. And her eyes just kind of look at you. And she leans in and presses her forehead against yours. I would like everyone to leave the room. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay, bye-bye. Like, Good luck, Lynn. How rude. How rude. <laughs> Don't leave me here. <laughs> I wish we could stay, but... Put it in. I'm going to grab a tackle. Just God speed, buddy. <laughs> Good luck. Yes, fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just come back. He's yeah, roll initiative. No. Yeah, roll. <laughs> All right. Give him a few seconds to sit down. Okay. Sakaris. The moment she presses her forehead against yours, this immediate spark of energy begins to flow through you. This flow of nature essence itself, similar to when you had first meditated with the moon druids, begins to flood your thoughts. You see an image emerge from a blank void, more or less, of nearby grass blades. You've seen them before. They're the the blades that have been more or less messing or playing with Ryder due to his words. The image then fades, and you can hear the heartbeat of several of your friends that are nearby. The moment passes, and you feel the warmth of the Minotaur's breath down your back as if you were standing directly next to him. And then in this void, more or less, you hear a voice. It's the same woman before. You have always been close to this place. You've been driven to it for far longer than you realize. It begins to echo outwards and pass, reverberating through several of these portions of your mind. In an image of a white-petaled flower that rests atop your magical quarterstaff, nature's grass, that was given to you by the grandmother of the tribal camp. Then that memory shows, once again, you receiving a similar white flower from the wooden statue in El Torel. Then it fades once more, re-emerging into the images of the steam methods and water elementals, targeting not just you, but your allies. Then it immediately fades once more and re-emerges as the golden stag in the night approached you out of everyone else and directed you to its death. The The image fades, and you hear the same woman's voice. You've been fated to come here the moment you made a sacrifice. Such a self-sacrifice is not something many would do in your stance. And I saw this as a sign of change. And an image of you meditating with the moon druids once more begins to fade in, except it's more third body. You're seeing yourself balancing atop the plank with the stick underneath it. And you're watching as your skin grows blemishes and imperfections while this essence around you begins to have a calm atmosphere 
and the voice begins to speak once more. That was the beginning of the change. You've been tormented by your past, raked in self-guilt, and you've seen an image of a woman. A leather sack over her head as she lays to her side at your feet, blood pooling as you stand there next to her. The image then changes to a boy, yourself, long ago, though you can see a red mist forming behind him with a sinister hatred, and it just speaks out, yes. The image fades once more, and you hear the woman's voice. You were given a task because of this past. A red-haired, ceremonial robe-wearing man begins to form through the void. You've never seen this man before, but you feel this overwhelming presence as he's just there. His eyes begin to open and look at you, and when you can see from that, is there's a swirling white void in his irises, almost like a silver silver coating over where color should be. The figure begins to grow larger and larger as flames flutter at his arms, the red hair engulfing into a blaze while his eyes fade from white to red, flowing with a raging inferno inside of his And you hear the woman's voice. You wish to take not another life who did not deserve such fate. But the act of your past cannot direct your actions for the future. Otherwise, and as she's speaking, the image of the man begins to become transparent. He's still there, but behind him, you see an image of land covered in ash. Burnt homes, bones litter the ground with a rampaging, five-headed dragon rushing down a mountain in the distance, breathing several different substances. And the voice speaks. This goes beyond just your desires. What impressions do you get from these images? That man is far more important than I first thought. This is the future of what happens if he is killed. This future presides based off of his actions, not his life. For his life is not his own. He has not been alive for many, many, many years. From what I gathered, seeing deep into your essence, this man is not a man. but a monster. Question for you. As a DM or as a, as the being? Um, um, mm. <laughs> Do I bear some resemblance to this man? No, not at all. This man has porcelain clear, crystal clear skin, almost like he's more of a mannequin than an actual person. There's no blemishes. The hair itself is deep red, and he looks to be human. Mm -hmm. 
understand what my purpose is then. Save him? Kill him? These emotions were thrust upon you, and it's difficult to ascertain their meanings, I'm sure. I wish to relieve some of this pain, not by removing memories, but embedding you with an amount of my essence. Something to relieve the pain and anguish that you have felt before. Changing into who you are now from the man that you were before meeting the followers of Corellin. You are much stronger, much more of will than you were before. You felt more of a puppet in the deep essence of your heart. My time here is still limited regardless of what happens here today. some sort of hero, some sort of 
well-mannered person. I'm neither of these things, and we both know it. The image of a boy standing with the red mist begins to form more and more behind him. There are no heroes. There are no truly innocent beings. But if you let the actions from your past drive you, push you, belittling your future plans or actions, then you're not a person. You're a living, bad memory. There's this flow of seemingly warm energies that begin to flush through you. And in that moment, there's this almost release. Anxiety, stress, fear, anguish, anger, envy, all these emotions that are deteriorating your mental psyche feel like they're being partially flooded out. Following this is this cool, refreshing breeze of spring air that fills your lungs and thoughts. It's cold, yet comforting beyond the warm energy that was once in you. And that image of the boy that's showing in your mind with the red mist seems to be dissipating. The mist behind him kind of fading back into this person. And this small layer of green coats the outside of his skin. And the woman is present. She's around. She's in your mind. Oh, okay. But yeah. Uh-huh. Or are you talking about the, the woman with the leather sack on her head? No. You're talking about the entity? Yes, the the Fey woman. Okay. Um, I mean, she can manifest, sure. I walk up to her. Okay. Yeah, you create uh, the spectral image of yourself and walk towards her. I look her in the eyes. I take her hand. Save me from myself, please. Allow my nature to relieve some pain and anguish that you have long lived with. And in that moment, there's a rush. Wind just begins to blow straight against you, and all the images around you begin to fade. Colors begin to form into the the area around you, and you snap back into reality. I'm gonna go grab everyone. Yeah, how's your sex? Okay, there's, there's that joke kicked. 
There's that dead horse kicked for Well, times. come on, it was it was uh, morning wood. <laughs> Moving on. What the rest of you see is Jacqueline in particular. You also see her head, her forehead just rest against his forehead for a few moments. It's like almost about like 30 seconds pass. And then you see this coating of green covering Zakaris. It's very thin. It's almost like lights just forming over his skin. So it's just translucent. You can still see his red skin as his form begins to shrink. Shrink and shrink. Very small, small wings begin to burst out from his back. Whoa. And what's in front of you is a sprite individual. Yes. So like maybe a foot tall it's, fluttering in the air. Asparagus and I poke at him. Zacharis, what you see is everyone much larger than they were before. Oh no. And then I, I poke. Dude, what'd you do? At least it'll be easier to hide you, man. <laughs> Round to my... to my buddy. <laughs> no longer 400 pounds. What is this? <laughs> don't... don't panic. I have... <laughs> well, it is. Hmm? By imbuing an bit of my own essence into your nature. You have much more knowledge on the Feywild. Your alterations that you can undergo don't just preside from your material plane. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of my document here and send it your way. As you can now, as a, well, what you can do is, with your beast shape now, you can't any, do anything you want. Well, this is a special circumstance, because you still can't fly. <laughs> what? He's a sprite! This is a special circumstance, because I realized that you still have to be level 8 to fly. However, what? What? Yeah, for, for beast shapes, you have to be level 8 to fly. But, this is different. This is different. Let me send a picture to you. As an action, because you can transform it to a CR one-fourth or lower, right? Yeah. Okay, so what you can do with these, as spending a beast shape, you can transform into a CR one-fourth or lower fey creature as well. There's not many, but it does count pixies and sprites, though you do not get the magical capabilities given to them. Um, but you do have flight, pixies have that invisibility, um, and sprites do still have their poison and such. Does he get a minotaur eventually? No, they're not CR3. However, um, if you wished to, you can also spend both of your beast shapes to transform into any of these CR2 or lower creatures. Oh my. Okay. These, these specific ones, I'm sending them your way. They do not have the, their innate magic, but they do have the effects that follow them. Then anything OP? You didn't send them. I send it to him now. Yup. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to say, oh my. <laughs> I think he just did. Yeah. Yeah, he just said, yup. 
fey creatures can mess you up pretty easily. All of nature. All done. Never peeing in a tree again. <laughs> this will also aid you in finding the other portions. When she says that, this almost innate direction is directing you back towards the water that you once emerged from. You feel almost like you can see the portal that will take you home, even though you have not physically gone through it. You can physically feel where it is, even from this far distance. It is very limited, but it should be of aid. I hope. Hold on. Oh. I turned back into myself. Yep, so yeah, you end your V-shaped. Oh, the the small sprite that's in front of you with tiefling skin that's just a very miniature Zacharis with little horns and wings uh, emerges into the mass of 400 pounds south. Oh, finally. Oh, I, I thought you were never turned back. this cult that you're speaking of and see you met this goes far beyond what you might initially understand hmm. alright we'll try our best um, before you do go she looks over to the minotaur and her eyes begin <laughs> to flash into like this oh. yellow and he gives a brief nod and his figure begins to coalesce with this yellowing light as several different like light particles emanate off of him and begin to dissipate. His body begins to morph smaller and smaller until all that remains looks to be a very um, fairly large golden horseshoe. Oh. Whoa. This should also aid you. I recommend bringing it with you. What does this take away your protector, though? It does, but I should be fine. I have the rest of my nature around me, and I don't have exactly any more threats. Being in full unison once again, I am more than able to take care of myself now. And what does this golden horseshoe do? Well, apart from it's, uh, design. Let me see your foot. I she just kind of, like, moves, grabs the horseshoe, places it down in front of you, grabs your leg, and slams it onto the horseshoe. What the rest of you see is... This, uh, energy begins to coalesce through... Uh, your lower half, Ooh. and you produce milk. Four legs. <laughs> Ooh. 
that your entire body begins to form back into what looks to be, to in common terms, a centaur with minotaur-like horns oh. on your forehead. Oh, guys, I can't feel my legs. Yeah, four. You should be able to actually feel them more than you would be able to before. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> I, I can feel, feel my legs. <laughs> I can I... feel them doubly so. What is this? Emphasize on the. S- <laughs> um, as this happens, you feel yourself getting immensely more strong. In fact, like to go into nautical terms, I'll give you uh, a picture of what this actually does, but. You have the legs of a centaur, essentially, and are more or less counted as a large creature now. You have movement speed of 50 feet. Hey. In this state, you can carry 500 pounds on top of what you can normally I can carry. I carry asparagus now! <laughs> <laughs> when you change into this, you realize that if you were to be wearing any specific leggings or shoes... They would not be getting any benefit from them. Okay. Except for the golden horseshoe. <laughs> yeah, so the the, the, hor- the centaurian legs. You also feel the horns, you feel them, they're very sharp on top of your head. Headbutt! Uh, if you were to do a charge, you would do 2d8 piercing damage if you moved 30 feet in a specific direction on top of your normal attack with your horn. You have a gore attack. And we still get a weapon attack too, right? Well, that you can use your attack action as a gore now. You just have horns that you can use for a goring attack. Yes. If you move 30 feet in a direction of another target and use them, you add an additional 2d8 to its already 1d8 plus um, your strength, which is, at this point, 12. Your strength has increased to 12, nice. if it hasn't already. Well, well sweet, but... In uh, this state, so don't change yeah. it there. Yeah, but... So, uh, do I just take off the horseshoe to turn back, or is this... So as you're thinking of, like, how do I turn back, and as you're kind of thinking, like, reverting back, the horse, your legs just kind of <laughs> morph back into yourself. It does feel initially very disconcerting, and then you can feel the horseshoe just kind of, like, ping up into your hand. Oh! Oh, well... You know what it looks like whenever I'm wild shape? That's horrible. <laughs> uh, try, try, try again. Your legs sucked into your ass cheeks. Um, is it, is he yeah, the fair. only one who can use that? No. It doesn't sound... It's more or less an item of convenience. Uh, well, uh, Asparagus, since you, she gave it to us, do you want to hang on to it? Or do you want me to hang on to my bag? Um... Yeah, uh, uh, you can hang on to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of what it actually is and send it to you. Alright, I'll put it into my the bag of holding. Okay. Yeah, um, the Centurion Horsepower. Hmm. So, is there a limit to how many times we can use this or how long it will last? Well, after you, you kind of like think about it and you try to ding it into the foot again, it doesn't seem to trigger. Um, when you are in that state, you get the innate feeling that you would have stayed in that state for up to eight hours. Whew. And uh, when it's used, you get the impression that's going to at least take 24 hours to recharge. Okay. And is there no side effects? After, like, if you, somehow you don't feel we're worse or anything. Oh no, if, like, if we wear it too long, we stay in that form. 
planet. I mean, it would be very strange. I haven't seen it happen before. This is a fairly common item that was used in many different elven colonies to traverse through here. Oh, this is the first time I've it. seen it. Well, elven colonies from the Feywilds. I don't think they're generally centaurs in their plane of existence. Only, only stupid. Only, <laughs> only myths and legends. Alright, well, anyways, thank you for your gift. If you need anything, you know where I will be, but, um. I do wish that you travel safely. Um. It'll be quite different now, I feel. Uh, but. Putting my faith in you, in the four of you, or any of your other allies that might exist. You can count on us. Okay. Alright, so next question now. How do we get out of here? Go back the way you came? <laughs> oh. Do we just jump in to the lake? Or do we have to eat flowers again? No, that was only to give your body the essence of the Feywild. In fact, if you actually ate a flower and tried to go out that way, you would actually just sit in the water. Oh, okay. You have to have some kind of connection to your plane of existence. So does that mean if, if at all Zakaris jumped into a lake of water, a bed of water, he would just be transported to the Feywild? In a very specific portion of water, yes. Or a tree, or there are many different portions of portals. It's not just this lone portal in the entire world. Oh, it has a specific spot. It's very specific, yes. It, okay. Jumping into water, no, is not going to transport him to the Feywild anymore. Thank God. However, he does not need to take bites of Sarah Sorrow to get to it. Okay, good. Different portal. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him like we walk past a specific tree and all of a sudden it's Boom. Boom. Spurgus? Spurgus? <laughs> that was shit. I was I was just like picturing in in my head like um, Zacharias running into a random tree and then just like phasing into the tree and so, disappearing. It's like Harry Potter when they yeah. go to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So just like all words, different. Gonna get it wrong. Do the other gods reside here in the Feywild? Yes, they, they would be in their respective So if you go to another portal, you say it would take us somewhere different than that than here? It should, yes. Okay. The Feywild here, for an elf, you're strangely not uh, very well knowledgeable of this. Uh, I've been, been I've rather been, stupid. <laughs> I haven't really been close to my open side as often. Well, to explain, I guess to all of you, the Feywild is an echo of the material plane. Things that were existing in yours exist in mine. That is why my castle is here. In its place on your plane is that dune, that sand pit, more or less. When the magic began to have issues, I took the castle and transported it back to the Feywild. I see. Okay. I think we're done here, guys. I think we should finally head back, because I think 
the other two are waiting for us. As you've been through here, you can tell the green, the like reddish green sky hasn't moved. There's the sun. The sun doesn't seem to have moved at all. Uh, then again, I, I guess time really hasn't moved. No, time does pass here. In fact, it passes rather erratically. Uh, there's just no night. Oh. Uh, it's perpetually sunset, I guess you could call it. Oh. Oh uh, yeah, we should get going. They're probably worried if anything. <laughs> worried. <laughs> run, run away from us. He's not worried I about anything. I was talking about Rex. <laughs> ah, he's fine. <laughs> what are we? We're just playing dice back in the caravan now. Yeah, so the you two, what you guys have been doing is you guys got the um, I thought we got the you got the cart to the point that you were yeah. you were waiting, and that's that's what you guys have been doing. You've been keeping close eye. Well, you can make perception checks. Excuse You're me. playing now. <laughs> An hour into the session, sometimes <laughs> happens. Before I roll, does this count as a short rest? For us. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's definitely kind of a short rest, so if you want to use like hit dice uh, or anything. That's a good question. That's another thing I was going to ask. Do you seriously roll percentage dice for perception check? No! Oh. I got it! I, I got it! I got an 80 oh, on my percentage dice. 75! <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, sorry. My plus my perception. <laughs> If you have any questions about the creatures, by the way, Mason, just send them my way. I will, I will respond appropriately. I'm pretty. I'm not sure it was just me, but I'm pretty hurt, everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got fucked too. up. It's mainly just you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. What do you get? 16? 16. And... Give me a minute. What'd you roll? You roll a 6. Okay. I mean... So recklessly, don't keep him vigilant eye out. Doesn't seem like anything's happening. Um, I took twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, you both are keeping vigilant eye out. Uh, one of you is kind of got a little bit of some eye boogers stuck I'm in your eye. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been probably about an hour. Um, and um, what's his name? Um, the guy freaking out on the inside. Yeah, yeah we I was getting down. to that. So um, Harvey on the inside. What's going on? Why are we stopped for so long? I thought we left. Everyone dead. <laughs> you guys are dead. Oh, we were attacked. We had to split in two to get away. We're giving them some time to get back. Make an exception check. <laughs> Wait. Because you didn't split because you were attacked. You split because of... You guys want to go on the main mode. Completely different reason. I mean, it's like a stretch of the truth. Oh yeah, I, I I see why. I see. It. Okay. <laughs> oh, he oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> How good is he? Yeah, twenty. Oh, shit. And that's a good roll. Not 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 above twenty though, which I'm sure yours is. Yeah, you yeah. rolled a nineteen. <laughs> yeah, so I get a plus okay, four okay. minus six. Make sure so they come back quick. They don't leave. <laughs> yeah, this I'm is guessing. probably the only roll I could have ever beat him with. Yeah, baby. <laughs> But, um, so, yeah, he, you hear on the inside just, whew, okay, okay, fine. Um, take a nap. Fine, fine. We'll wait until they get back. I don't want to leave them behind. 
all he cares about us. <laughs> it's better to have all of us here at the same time for your security. I agree. So moving back to everyone else. <laughs> I'm also going to mention. I plan to do double time <laughs> when they get back to make sure we catch up. I want overtime pay with this. Uh, oh. Yeah, because at this point you're at least an hour to two yeah. hours behind the rest of the I, I'm going to make someone take Shoot. over at night. Um, so who can so the rest of you, what are you guys doing? I wish I had back. Getting the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> we can't keep waiting for too long. I have one more thing to attend to first. I think I'm taking oh. a vacation here. Yep. Do you want us to come with you or meet you at the lake? Uh, no, it involves all you people. Oh. Alright, we'll go with it. Alright, let's go then. Let's make it snappy. Alright, so you guys make it to the... You can see the lake in front of you. You can see the fairly large trees there with several different nail portions of the tree. You just said you have something to do. Yep. Oh, so, okay. so it's up to you to do something. I don't know what it is. So, uh, Jacqueline. Yes? Oh? Do you have a bedroom or a, a, a water walking? I do. Still. I show him. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, that's that's nice. Uh, <laughs> probably should have told you this a mm-hmm. long time ago. Maybe. That, uh, that ring, I know what the curse is. Okay. Uh, do it tell. Tells, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I take like three steps back. And I get ready to run, Justin. <laughs> get ready to die. So what you see is... I, I back up too. Zakaris backing away towards the water. Just like... Mm. Go oh. little, like a little bit of some uh, some neck strain and uh, kind of pulls on the collar of his of his clothing a little bit. Asparagus? That's not a good sign, is it? <laughs> that, that ring uh, tells the cult where... We are. Oh. Tells who? That's, uh... That <laughs> is... That not... explains a lot. Yeah, she said that. It, it does. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, like, it does. Who? Make, make an intelligence check, quick. Alright, I start running. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Gopher's like here, confused, like... Okay, that's enough to remember the specifics of of the ring. Something might have been a little wrong. You remember after kind of like re- recollecting of uh, everything that happened before beforehand, and you recall being told that it. You remember that it's less of it tells them where they are. It quite literally tells them what's around, what's happening, what's being said. It can pick up actual audio. It doesn't specify what they're doing or like where they are. They Creatures can hear through it. You've been yes, wearing a it's, it's, it's pretty different. It's kind of the same thing, but right. it's a little bit more I important. vote we chop it off. <laughs> I vote we don't. <laughs> Still, even knowing that, but as a, I think we are all forgetting one thing. How long did you know this? I'll hold her down. Uh, well, in 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 the in the vein of truth, uh, since before I met. Since before, and you kept it a secret from everyone, <laughs> knowing that we are all against 
Um, hmm. Yes, quite. Asparagus, that's kind of sketchy, tell, if you're asking me. Kind of an important thing to tell. Coming from you? Hmm. He has a point. <laughs> <laughs> Look. But that, would... doesn't, that doesn't make you innocent, either. I'm really glad this is next to the cart. <laughs> the only lies I tell are helpful lies. Get them. Bullshit. They are still lies. Get them both. <laughs> so, do you know how to get? we could remove it then, Asparagus? We gotta cut it off. Gopher just keeps reiterating, cut it off. <laughs> cut it off. <laughs> cut it off. Talk. Can you do something with your newfound fey power? Could try, I suppose. Oh, well, okay. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not expecting anything to happen, but I could definitely give it a shot. Go for it. Make it. Make an Arcana check. Eighteen. Okay. So what are you? What are you doing to try to remove the ring, more or less? Uh either make Jacqueline's hand slightly smaller or make the ring slightly bigger. Okay, so you kind of focus in. You can everyone can see like a vein kind of bursting in Zakaris's head. No, nothing seems to be changing. However, you quickly realize that a curse can be removed through magical means, such as remove curse. <laughs> well, I would do that if I had the option. So. Yes, but that is what you remember, or that's what you kind of recall realizing that what you're doing or attempting to do is not working. I grabbed the knife. I Jess, you, we didn't really have to cut off a finger. We need her fingers. <laughs> I start running at Jacqueline. Okay. So, I turn invisible. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, you can cast uh, invisible. <laughs> Alright guys, so, I lost it. Mark your spell slot. <laughs> so, what, okay. A lot of things just happened. So, Zacharis, you were reaching down for your knife, and at that moment, Ryder's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! And then from the corner, you just hear, great! Gopher charging at Jacqueline. And then Jacqueline vanishes with a little twiddle of her fingers. I look at the sand. Uh, Zacharis, you still have a hold of Jacqueline. <laughs> I use burning hands. <laughs> He's but, a teeth boy too. Zacharis, what do you do? I let go. Okay. So Jacqueline's invisible now, with no, with no hand being grasped. You have the blood cards. Oh yeah. So what's what's everyone doing? You guys are just kind of near the Okay, water. you know what? Let's just. Uh... I would never do that. I jump into the water first. Okay. Oh, no, no, you don't. The second I turned invisible, I fucking dipped for it. Okay, so everyone <laughs> I jump in the water second. Okay, so everyone here is this water. You hear, you see a splash of water in the distance. Just... Uh, I, I like what she's doing, so I jump in too. Alright. Uh, we'll follow. Okay. And. Yeah, okay. Swan dive. Okay. Swan <laughs> Jacqueline and Gopher, I need you. And Gopher? Yes. Oh, I need you. Okay. Uh, yeah, her body's actually has one of those. I mean, I just, I just she does have the, wing, the ring on. 
I, I just get back to the material plane and that that finger's just gone just yeah. anyway. What <laughs> <laughs> finger is it? It's my ring finger, right? Uh not No, you put it on your middle finger, I thought. Oh, well. You put it on your not dominant hand and you put it on your middle finger, I believe, because you wanted to at in our early stages of playing D&D, you were, there was a lot of jokes being thrown around. And I'm pretty sure you put it on your middle fingers and you're like, look at my ring! Look at it! Anyways, so I need you two to make wisdom saving throws. Okay. Wait, what saving throw is this? Wisdom. Oh, what'd you roll? Four. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. So I also need to roll. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> Pretty important. So everyone that dove into the water in separate portions, you each of you emerge out from the water. Nope, you're all in the same place. You don't see Jacqueline, oddly enough. Jacqueline, you don't remember anything of being on the other side. <laughs> everything that happened, you look down, you're invisible. You don't remember why. You look around at everyone, everyone just kind of emerged up from the water. When you walk away, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> When everyone bit into the flower, I guess there was like, these are natural flowers, because this one turned to invisible. It was weird. <laughs> Where's Jack? We gotta cut her finger off. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember anything. You don't so remember just... the ring, you don't remember the Corshin, you don't remember the Minotaur, you don't remember Zakaris turning into creatures. You literally have lost all memory of being in the Feywild. Elves and Druids. Druids are immune from the effects and don't have to make the save. Oh, so that's why I had it. So, Asparagus, so, so you're worried for nothing. <laughs> Wait, oh, God. You don't know the specifics of the ring anymore, either. Oh, no. <laughs> what the hell? Or the potential threat of everyone going to chop off your finger. <laughs> That's why I may have been laughing. I was like, this is this is just too perfect. <laughs> Alright, did you see Jacqueline yet? Okay. But you you don't know why, you're just invisible. Alright, everyone everyone here? Yeah, is everyone back? Jackal! Ja- Jacqueline? What? Oh, where, where, right, where are you? You're, are you still invisible? Guess so. Why am I invisible, per se? You don't remember? We would we just you turn yourself invisible to hide yourself from what? Don't do this, man. Ah, I see. I grab Ryder's shoulder, shake my head, though. No, no. no. Okay. Go on um, to make an insight. Yeah. Make an insight check. Wait, who? I'll do just, deception. Just make an insight check first. Oh, I'm not okay. Make an insight check yeah. against. Everyone. Well, no, you're making an inside check first. I need to figure out. I need to think. <laughs> well, okay, nine. Nine. Um, cool. Yeah, they're, they're saying, they're, they're talking like, just don't finish that. You're, you're just not understanding why. You gotta gather the, 
the fact that it was probably a threat, because you've only ever turned yourself invisible because of a threat. I mean, I've only recently been able to turn myself invisible. <laughs> invisible before. No, I literally just grabbed it. I thought you became invisible back at the camp. He turned me invisible because yeah, we were going to do something. That's what it was. Okay. So, yeah. But um, to be fair, she grabbed invisibility because of that reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you feel like if you had turned yourself invisible, it would have been because of a threat. But it looks like Rowan's fine. You can see Ryder is really, really hurt. But you've seen him hurt before diving into the water. I mean, he got hurt before, yeah. So, I don't care what you're faffing on about right now. Uh, why are we in this lake? Uh... Just follow us. Um, yeah. We just want a little bath. That's it. Yeah. What happened with the stag? Uh, we don't know. We lost it. We're just gonna have to leave because we wasted enough time in here. We'll explain very soon. I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. So famous. Alright, let's go. And I go I go up to Mason. Who? I, who's I, I, I go up to Lynn. Who's, who's, who's Lynn? Asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Asparagus and I whisper to him, Are we ever going to tell her? Uh, we'll tell her everything that she needs to know. And then probably that eventually. And I also, I'll, do you want to do a little prank? <laughs> On who? On the guys back at the carriage. Let's prank, bro. Sure. One of... One of you two should put on the horseshoe and show up to them. Oh. Uh, I think you should do that. I can't. <laughs> I already used it. But, well, it, I thought it had a 24-hour charge. Has it been 24 hours since uh, yeah, I used the right. gopher? That's what I was saying, so I don't think we can use it anyways. <laughs> I thought it was 24-hour charge for one person. It's a 24-hour charge. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you turning it off, it ended early. Yeah. It's got 24 hours now. Alright, never mind. We can't do that now. <laughs> Alright, never mind. The only thing that can happen is beast shape from Zacharis at this point. Never mind, no prank. We just go back normally. Then. <laughs> no prank. Shows up, gets attacked. Zacharis, you can still turn into the pixie and sprites. You'll have a hover. You won't have flight. You'll be able to hover, though. Uh, do we, okay. we want to show them that? Just so, you, just so you know, because... You'll get flight at level 8, and then they'll have their fly speed, but you have a hover, essentially. I see, okay. Alright, so let's head towards the path again, which is that away. The opposite end, uh, yeah. Uh, the opposite end of the tree. Uh, across yeah. the lake. Right, right. Alright. So you all make your way across the lake. Um, once again, the ring of water walking is on, and you're able to walk across the water. Um... And everyone else begins, so you guys begin to go back to the cart. Anything happen before that, or are you guys just making it all the way to the cart? Uh, I'm going to whisper another thing to Lynn. Lynn, uh, uh, asparagus. So, asparagus, <laughs> I have another thing. Okay. So, now since you finally told us what that ring does, we shouldn't really be discussing much stuff towards her now. If anything, you think the ring will affect... If she uses message? I... I'm uncertain. Okay, is there a way we can check? Can we take like an arcana check? Uh, yeah, make it... Make an arcana check. <laughs> yeah, you and your intelligence. I'll also ask if we're gonna stop my fingers still. 
Uh, ten. Um, you have never experienced magic like this before, and anything you're reading, you don't recall something like this. You've heard of something called scrying, which is something similar, but this, but that's not a continuous effect. Hmm. Okay. We should tell her about it soon, then, Asparagus. Can we just tell her now again? Why not? We'll explain everything. We'll explain everything. We can wait till we get back to the oh, carriage. Yeah, it's true. We should do that, too. And we were all just whispering in Jack. Yeah, make a make a perception check. Oh god. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm gonna roll really low. A one. You guys are probably fucked. A one. Okay, well, eleven. You can you get gather bits and pieces that they're definitely talking about you. <laughs> I heard my name. Oh. What are you talking about behind my back? We're actually talking about uh, the animals, jackals, jackals, not uh, you, jackal. I slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> make a deception check with disadvantage. You can make an insight check. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can roll this part. Oh. Yeah. Reroll that one. Yeah. Well, um, this one was a, yeah. 19. Oh, I tied. Okay, so then you you succeed. Okay. Uh, you know I'm lying. Yeah, you know that he's full of shit. I mean, after that slap, I'm pretty. <laughs> well, the slap the slap wasn't what gave you disadvantage. What gave you disadvantage is talking about jackals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a jackal. That's exactly why you got slapped. Also. <laughs> All right. No more playing around. My candle flares. Okay. My eyes also flare. You're keeping something from me. I declare my love. I look straight. Gopher, <laughs> <laughs> Gopher's just like, I love you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a face and then, of oh, And then I just, I lightly tap, I lightly slap him, lightly slap him face like, eh. <laughs> slap Gopher in the face? No, no, lightly just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> um, wait, who was he slapping? He's slapping Gopher slightly in the face going, Because he's got no strength. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I, after, after that, I look straight to Zacharis, the one who isn't lying to me, be like, is there something that I need to know? <laughs> Basically, let me put it in perspective. You remember trying to go into the water, you remember following the stag, going to the lake, taking a bite of the flower, and diving in? It just seems like it didn't work. Think of it like that, like you didn't actually go into it. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just giving you the perspective. Yeah, no, I knew the perspective. Okay, sorry. What are you keeping from me? Um, I, 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 I put Ryder in between us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Zacharis is trying to hide behind the elder. You're trying to hide behind the piece of paper we call our party member. How many hit points do you have? Five. <laughs> 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 yeah, you ain't gonna do shit at all to stop this. I <laughs> uh, You best shut up. I will go through you to get to him and to get what I want. Trust me. Oh, you'll get out a penny of it later. I slap him again. <laughs> you take five points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> He is down. <laughs> okay, Jackal, let's calm down a bit. Let's we'll talk about it when we get back to the group. We have something important to discuss with everyone. 
I can surmise that if you're keeping it from me, it is something that no one else should hear. No, everyone should know about this. Everyone, but, uh, everyone should definitely know. But for now, we need to keep quiet. Especially you. And that's all we can say. And you, you promise that you're going to tell me everything? Yes. On my mother. What was that? <laughs> on my mother. On my mother. <laughs> on my... <laughs> you have a mom? <laughs> <laughs> As long as you keep your promise, you get to live. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's continue walking. They're all waiting for us still. Oh Onwards! <laughs> and I I get off, I move away and I stop walking forward. Okay. <laughs> so he's basically jogging. <laughs> yeah, basically everyone now picks up a brisker pace to make it back to everyone. 420. And you successfully make it back to the caravan. Or make it back to the cart. The two of you that are kind of staying in for vigilant, you see the sun is starting to set a little bit, and everyone seems to emerge from the trees. I immediately no, get, no the wagon, I get the wagon ready to go. Okay. Starting up the engine. <laughs> yeah, everyone makes it back to the cart. So you guys took your time, so where's the st- uh, stag? Uh, not his home. Not his home? Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. But a new mission. But before that, Jackal. And yes. I would like you to send a asparagus a message, a message through message. Alright. And then asparagus, you know what to do. And then you guys can go do that. Can you guys go do that far away, maybe? No, we need to leave. We need to leave. This is important. This is important. What message? Your your spell message. Can we do this while we're okay. going as well? Yes. Because no, we're we fine. We're we're it's it. almost dark. We, trust, trust, trust. <laughs> trust it. Trust it. It'll just take a little. It will take a little bit. It won't take too long. Then you get to drive all night. Okay. I'm I, mean, I don't have experience, but sure. Anyways, get going, you two. It'll be quick. So. Alright, so. You two walk away? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah, I suppose. Did we explain to them about everything? For now, just the ring thing. Oh. Just the ring. So you don't what? explain the. Not yet. The plane. So they explain that the ring is essentially a listening device that mm-hmm. was given. We are getting that thing removed when we get to town. Exactly. That's why we shouldn't really talk in front of her about what, what plans we're doing. That's why I have a send to message. Maybe that won't get picked up on. And if anything she wants to say towards us, she used to send us a message. Okay. Good. Yes. And then on that note, I'll... You, you get to drive the car through the night so we catch up to the rest of the group. Ooh, Calvin, that's weird. Get that. Oh. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. But yeah. Okay. Rex, do you want anyone else to try to rock drive that cart for you? Or try to hook it up to this one? So you don't have to get exhaustion? I don't know who else has experience. I'm the only one who has experience. No, I have some experience. <clears throat> I don't know, I'll, I'll ask somebody. Don't worry about that for now. I'm, re- I'm really bad at hurt, so you know. My, but I do have a question for you, Randall. Do you know your way to Waters? Yeah, 
Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. No, no, we're going a lot of deep now. We're going keep forgetting. You keep mixing the names up, forgetting which one we're trying to go to. Yeah, water deep. Don't you get mad at me? You're the one saying water's deep. That's what he said. Water's Gate. Baldur's water. Okay, anyway. Baldur's deep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get there from here. Do you know how to get to follow the road, mainly at this point? So what's the Karis and Jacqueline doing? They're walking. Yeah, I'm super confused. Uh, they're, they're, they're sending messages to each other through message. Away from away from the carts? Yeah, until they're done talking. Oh, okay. They, we oh, know, so, so Karis is explaining everything to her? Through message. Yeah. Okay, through message. And then we'll talk about it out loud so she doesn't hear what we're talking about. Okay. <clears throat> I see. I, I didn't gather that. I was like, why are they? Why did they <laughs> those two leave? Okay. That makes more sense. So, Jacqueline, you are explained everything, or just the the ring and what happened to the Feywild, not the the, the potential decapitating ring finger. Uh, everything but the loss of a finger. Okay. So basically, you have all the memories except for the bad one, <laughs> <laughs> except for what caused you to become invisible. <laughs> As far as you can tell from Zakaria, it's up to you whether or not you believe that. Um, would I remember them, someone talking about cutting off my finger before? No. No. You would, you have no mem- basically what, what- No, I mean like, cause did, didn't I ask, didn't, didn't I ask about it at the chit chat chit shed about how to get it off? And he's like, if, well, I mean, you could remove the finger. Yeah, he did say that, but- <laughs> That was him. You have no memory of anybody else saying it. Right? As, as long as it's an option, it's something she could probably two and two. <laughs> well, they still never said anything at the, in, in, on the other side. Um, it is still an option. But yeah, so. Uh, anyways. Yes, everyone is now right. caught up to pace. Okay. More yep. or less. Hold All on. right. Well, you guys done talking over there now? Well, what's, what do you want to do? Um, well, we're still, since it's a cantrip, we're still talking through message, yes. Mm. Well, then I feel I know what I must do on my own. How do I no longer have a pencil? Uh, uh, I'm a something sharp like a knife. I am going to say that's a bad idea. No. It involves leaving and never looking back. I don't want to put all of your lives in danger. Don't commit suicide. We're already in danger. I don't want to continue putting your lives in danger. As long as I have this ring, you will not be able to hide from the Cult of the Dragon. I have nowhere to go back to. I have no future. It is better if I am found rather than all of you. And I have a place I want to go to anyway. Your future is with us. Based off of what you told me before, I sincerely doubt it. Because my future is with you. That is the only future I want. And that future will cease to exist if you do what you want to do. Is there anything I can do to change your mind? Fuck her right now. (laughs) 
give me a better idea. telling me <clears throat> is if I stay with you that won't happen when we both know that if I do stay with you you have more of a chance of the cult finding your party our friends and getting rid of you forever so that there's no hope at all <coughs> is what I have come to, to, to am I wrong well, either you leave and you wait out the end of days alone, or you stay with us and we potentially save everything. What if I told you that the place I want to go back to is my home, my homeland, to try to find a way to potentially fight the cult? I, I, I can't let you go alone. Do we both go now? Or do we talk to the party later? Because I'm going to Zakara, whether anyone wants me to or not. <coughs> Tis my homeland, after all. I must see what happens. What? <laughs> you named it after me? How, how nice. How thoughtful. Sorry, for a sec. Mm-hmm. Are you guys doing this in message, right? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. yeah. It's a okay. cantrip, so yeah, they're in message, and they're also yeah. really far away from the cart, so you're not gonna be able to hear them anyways. Okay, yeah, that's, I just want to just look at like, Yeah, right? no, they're, they're in message. Okay. Man, I can't wait to sip his tea first. Mm. Anyways, go ahead. They're also doing it in tea. <laughs> just because it's infernal. Infernal. Confusing message. The cult is just. What the fuck? <laughs> it's not static. <laughs> Fix the stone. Someone's upper butt, but on the receiving end, just shaking the damn thing, trying to like adjust like radio. Press the ball with antenna, smacking the TV. Just. Yeah. Anyways, continue on. Continue on. Jokes I mean, aside. Yeah, I, I, I finished what I was saying. She's gonna go weather anyway. In the spirit of uh, being forthright, what are you looking for? If you tell me, I'll tell you what you want. Survivors. My entire Um, family was slaughtered by orcs that I can only assume, and I think not assume, that I know was sent by the Cult of the Dragon. I want to see if there's anything left. If there isn't, I have no place. If there is, I will remain there. And hopefully find my own way. I'm going back home, eventually, whether you want me to or not. I need need my own answers. 
understand. I, mm, I will be coming with you. Very well. What we need to figure out is will everyone else. I care not whether they learn of our trek across the desert. This is frankly up to you at this point. We can leave forthwith, or we could wait till we get to Waterdeep, do what we need to do there, and then, if they're willing to come with us, then they come with us. If they are unwilling, then we leave. I have some things I would like to show you in Waterdeep. Right. But then I'm good to leave. Alright, so we wait till Waterdeep. We bring it up there. Yes. And maybe, just maybe, we can find someone to take off this ring. <laughs> you see, he sees a camera starting to lower towards the knife. Um, he sees the candle flare and her eyes again. Like, we both know how that will end. That's not right yet, Jack. Go, we're getting back here. We need to leave. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I put on the minute the the centaur's name start running too. Anyways, so what are you two doing? Are you going back then after this conversation? I uh, I turn the knife around and hold it by the blade and offer it to Jeff. Karis is holding out a dagger towards you. Uh, the handle towards you, I should say. And what do you want me to do with this? Take it. Okay, I take it. That knife has been, uh, well, I've had a, a bad history with this knife, and I cannot bear to hold it any. Hmm. Alright. Does this dagger look any specific, or does it look pretty generic? It is, uh, slightly higher craftsmanship than a normal dagger, but it also looks poorly maintained. So, what you see is essentially like a, he's handing you what looks to be a very crude and kind of rusted over dagger. It has several engravings that look to be very well crafted, though the rust seems to be covering inside portions of it and with it away at the blade itself. It doesn't look like it functioned very well as an actual dagger, but it does look to be something of like a, almost ceremonial in a way. Something to commemorate the rest of our life. <laughs> I guess. The rusty knife. Yes. <laughs> uh, maybe not this, because that is horrible. Here's this paperclip fucking wedding ring. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, oh, like no. So, I thought I, I was I was thinking this, so... Shoot, pen cap. When, when we were in the Feywoods, he brought up the ring, mm-hmm. and I was like, 
What if that was actually his ring and he was planning to give it to his lover, but then he lost it. And then, and then he, just, he was about to propose right there on the spot. I was like, I was about to play, but I was about to be ready for the music. Wow. I thought so, that was happening. You two then go back to the cart then? Sure. Okay. So everyone's back at the cart. You all know what you know. They know what they know. Okay, we need to leave. We need to do double time even have a chance of getting caught back up to the group. Yeah, at this point the sun's starting to kind of set. It's still so, like probably about like 6, 5 o'clock. People with night who can see in the dark, you're going to have to drive. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> whoever isn't Ryder is going to have to probably drive through the night and sleep in the morning. <laughs> yes. You Unless you want to... Bed. Jack. Attempt to stay up the entire night. Will you take over for me for the night? What do you expect me to do with this? I can try. I guess if Randall has that buffoon <laughs> driving his, I can take a crack at it. Well, I mean, if Dick Harris wants to drive, he can. <laughs> uh, driving a cart, does this require <laughs> land vehicle proficiency? It would not. It was. It, 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 you are going direct. It would be if you wanted to do some kind of maneuvers, which is how uh, yes. Randall has been kind of coursing the cart to move faster during normal normal play. Normally, you wouldn't be able to do that, but he has <coughs> land vehicle proficiencies. And in the rare occasion where it actually comes up, <laughs> usually that never does. Not my first time on a cart. It will not be my last. So. So curious, do you want to drive them? Sure. Yeah. I hold the reins in one hand and I put the other one over the back. <laughs> okay. Okay. You will need to probably do this all night. Well, what's this? Asparagus, you have uh, some good berries? We should get some kind of horses now then. Uh, yeah. I don't have it for. I think he does. Yeah, you have it prepared because I hit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have it prepared because it was in the PDF that you sent me. Uh, yes, I will, uh, I will cast good berry. Okay. About what? ten different berries just being formed into his palm. They look almost bigger and riper than the bigger, than the original ones that he's been making before. I don't have any other effect, but they just look nicer. Like, I, we give them to one to each horse. Okay. And then I keep some for myself and for asparagus. Okay. Just so you know, you're on five hit points still. Oh yeah, so six now! <laughs> yeah, if you're eating one, you have six hit points. Um, and you've gotten a short rest, so you can use hit dice to heal up if you need to. And I can use my... Blood thing, my uh, Song of Rest. Song of Rest, yeah. Yeah. If anybody wanted to use hit dice, they can. Alright, so that's... What is that? Is, uh, <clears throat> for, for Song of Rest, is that just a d6? Yeah, you add a, you add your bardic inspiration dice to it. Okay. So. Uh, this is the only combat that Brad would not take any damage. Cause he you managed, stayed at the cart because he managed to stay perfectly away and keep everything away. What are you talking about? They spawned like crazy around the cart. I will I will uh Well only in Song of Us affect one dice. What's up? It affects everyone, but you can only add it once. Okay. Uh, I will send Zakaris a message. Um, if if you do not wish to pilot the cars all night and actually get a good night's sleep, I can take take the reins after eight hours. Um, 
be best. I am actually very close to death. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I might as well learn how to drive a puppet somewhat based off of. I tipped the horse over. You know. <laughs> Just between two sleeping hill jumpers. Oh my god. <laughs> this is hit me. Just their ass. Just like, oh. just like <laughs> the horse is just stuck in them. <laughs> oh god. Moving on. So who's yeah. piloting the carts? We need to go. Well, I'm you guys are driving at this yeah. point. Um, and we're speeding up. Yes. So who's who's piloting? I'm piloting the one this. with Harvey. Okay. And Zakaris is piloting the goblins one. For now. Yep. Okay. We're Let's... going till we get back to the group. You two can make perception checks. Who's us? Oh. The drivers. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> yeah. Riders, fuck you. This is how we want to take over. Oh, fuck. It's um... <laughs> <laughs> not a good sign. I was hoping you rolled a well. Uh, ten. <laughs> okay. I'm too focused on that one. That one on Zakaris' end. Okay. So you look over, and Zakaris is absolutely trying to, like, Super slyly pilot the the car. He's using one hand. And whoosh, I whoosh, got fey powers and now. At, at this point, one of the horses just lets out like a ridiculous odor, and you just see his face. Oh, oh god, oh god, oh, oh. and totally not paying attention. The rest of you were just behind enough to not smell it. There's, like, residual in the air. But there's just not enough to, to be yeah. at Zakaris level of odor. Um, you're keeping somewhat relative. You're a little distracted by him just shouting, Oh my god! Oh! Okay, is this... It's just... Oh, your voice is not that bad. <laughs> um, but yeah. After some time, the sun does set. And, and Randall's it's, getting ready to sleep on top of the curtain. It is fairly dark. It's going to be difficult to sleep, but you can still get some sleep. <laughs> he is sleeping on top of the curtain. Eventually, if you guys could continue for a few hours... Oh, is he asleep? Yeah. I'm, I put on the goggles. Okay. <laughs> Why do you put on the goggles? <laughs> I'm driving! <laughs> Yeah, but now it goes even further. Yeah. I can see faster. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can see faster. Go away. <laughs> After a few hours, you start to see what looks to be some torchlight up ahead. Asparagus, you see that? Uh, uh, never mind. I see some torchlights up ahead. You look over and Zacharis has made a face mask out of like some cloth and just tied it to his nose. <laughs> Asparagus, I see some torchlights up ahead. What do you think it might be? The other cards, you think? Alright, which I'll keep an eye out. Can I get like a perception insight on a perception on Uh that? yeah, make a make a perception check. With advantage? Not advantage, you have normal because of the dark dungeon. Otherwise you'd have disadvantage. Well and the dollars. I just want to say, because oh. otherwise you only have sixty feet, it's it's a little difficult to see. Uh seventeen. You can tell they are definitely <coughs> camping. You can see from the very Do we see bit. carts? Uh yes, you do see carts. What you see is there's essentially a campfire that's been set up. Um, on one side, there's several like tents prepared, and next to that, you see a cart with several horses that are actually laid out towards the tents. Asparagus, I think that might be the the caravan. Surprise! It's me. Cultist. <laughs> Surprise, <laughs> Alan. Alan, uh, that bitch. But <laughs> uh, that's why I said me. Getting closer and closer, you can definitely tell it is your caravan. 
Ooh, we made it. Oh, thank God. I Everyone guess seems to be asleep. There's a few guards up. You can see that the woman from um, the sure. Lord Lord's cart is awake. And uh, I, I get out towards I start waving at them. Yeah, essentially, as, as you guys are getting closer, with no light on your tor- on your carts, you can see that the woman had, like, the tome open with, like, a finger pressed into it, and from behind the tents, you can see what looks to be the brown-haired man holding, like, a long crossbow prepared. Uh-huh. And then after you, like, get a little bit closer into the light and start to wave, they put their, they put their weapons away and uh, just go back to remedial behavior. All right. Well, Asparagus, I want to sleep. And yes, it looks like you need to too. For for now, I'm gonna put away the goggles and take out the endless water. Okay. And give it to all the horses because they've probably been the tired as fuck, probably. Uh, yes, they are exhausted and definitely the moment you kind of like start to pour out the water, you just hear from the horses sipping on it. Do I have a bucket? Uh, I don't know. Shove it in their mouth. And go, <laughs> 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 Drink. <laughs> Do you know the actual aspects of the endless water? No. Uh, you know, Do I need? I'll, I'll look it up for you later. Okay. But I'm just gonna say, just I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, you just pour some water for them. They they drink it. Totally fine. All right, and then after that, hi. Right. Good night, asparagus. I raised my little spoon. You little shit. What? What was that? Spoon. Be my little spoon, you little shit. You little spoon. Be my little spoon. I did not hear that. Jaggle's sleeping over there. So, good night. I go under the cart and sleep. Alright, that's getting a little weird. <laughs> Moving on, unless someone's gonna do something at night. So let me let me let me explain to you what uh, the decanter endless water is. So when you remove the stopper, uh, you speak a command word into it, one of three of them. You say either stream produces one gallon of water, you say fountain produces five gallons of water, or you say geyser produces 30 gallons of water that gushes in a geyser. Well, okay. Can, 30 actually write, feet long. can you actually write that all I'll take down a picture of it and yeah. send it to you. I'm not going to remember any of that. I mean, more or less, too, you can just pour it. I'm yeah. not going to be okay, super yeah. specific, like, you have to make so a gallon. If I, do, if I do a geyser, we'll, like, spit it out, like, Oh, you'll you'll hurt them. <laughs> they literally get hurt from this amount of water as it's the as it it will literally damage an object that is less than, that is less than two hundred pounds. And oh, it's a creature that get pushed fifteen feet away. You're you'll find a spare, I guess. He's the only one. Get back in the corner, geyser. <laughs> no, I'll I'll put it against the wall and I'll fly off. <laughs> Don't only be 15 feet. Water can. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, did everyone get to sleep then? Yes. Anybody keeping watch? Yes. I'm I'm sleeping. I'm Those two are sleeping then. Does Karis keep watch? I keep watch. Okay. So you two are awake, staying vigilant. Okay. Quick question then. Yes. So you know how we had to do a uh, dispel curse to get rid of the remove curse. Yeah. How about we move magic? Dispel magic. Yeah, dispel magic. You are unsure. You know what? Why I fucking out? I'll, I'm gonna change out one of my spells for dispel magic. <laughs> okay. What level was it? Two. First level. Is it? No dispel way. magic no. is first level. It's third. Dispel magic? Yes. Uh, detect. You're magic. right. Detect magic is first. <laughs> dispel magic is third level because it also. Yeah, third level right here. Yeah. So what do I have for you? You also. Yeah. I have third level. You spots. can't learn third level spells. Even after I sleep. Oh. Because you're not a level five bard. 
Yeah, You're level yeah. 4 bard and level 1 cleric. Okay, so you have 3rd level spell slots, other level spells. Next time, Jock. <laughs> he tried. <clears throat> Next <All> level. Right. <laughs> okay. But. Good night. Yeah, so, you two keep watch. Doesn't seem like anything's happening. You can hear some crickets off into the distance. Just chirping away. Eventually, switches out. And... Well, I was doing. You, you, you do get your long rest in. Yay. Um, and everyone's getting their cards prepared. Alright, time to head out, hand out rations, everyone. Anybody? Anybody do want anything else? What was that again? Huh? How much is it, everyone, again? There's seven of you. Harvey's got his own, and the horses. And so the, three, the three guys? Two yes. Two the horses. So there's... I'll still give one to the horses, so... So there's six... And then the three guards, nine, and the four horses. So 13. 13. Okay. Because Harvey's taking care of himself. Okay. Um, oh, such a lucky number, 13. Is anyone doing anything else? <coughs> Do we have any other plans for, like, the next few days? No. Meditating. Just, just meditate and get some... Relaxing. Maybe give these guys a word of warning of what's gonna happen in Waterdeep. Uh, about what? About Randall's sting. Oh, well, you don't know that you're leaving. Yeah. Randall wouldn't have any idea that he's He's, he's heard them once. Of oh, people. you've got He's already made the match. You see, you, yeah, you, okay, I see what you're saying now. Because before I was just like, well, there's no reason yet. <laughs> I've got things prepared. <laughs> he's heard there's... Oh, the church is up and left. He wants to investigate. Yeah. He ain't gonna look Regardless, anybody else doing anything? You hear from Randall that he's probably gonna be like investigating why the church left the entire city. And that he does have, he'll ask someone to help you out in his place. Okay. And that actually eliminates most of the talking to to that character. Well, for okay, you. I am. Can't really think of anything because I really don't want to talk too much with. Mr. Wiretap. Miss Wiretap, I should say. My mistake. Fair enough. What's a wiretap? Anyways. You see it? Someone has a tap in the tree to get like some some sap and they just got like a wire attached to it. Copper comes out. (laughs) 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 I gotta write about this fantastic adventure into the Feywild anyway. Yeah, so you're still writing in your book. Um, Jacqueline, are you in the same car as me and Scarce? I think I got you. I sent a message. <laughs> what did you say, Calvin? Or Rex? Or whatever? Are you writing the same car as me and Scarce? The same what? Same carts. Okay, carts. Am I in? No. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the goblin cart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's it. Yeah, if nobody else is doing anything, then what we're going to do... What a deep actually... Yes. You guys, yep, we're right at the time. This is the perfect so moment. So does it take two days? What It takes about three days, and when you're getting to Waterdeep, you're, it's about okay. one day. One day. Okay, we're out of rations then. I'll just say that. Okay. And we have to use his good berries. Okay. Yeah, over the course of the days, nothing else seems to happen. There's more traffic that's traveling down the road, and there are a lot more of what looks to be probably the guardsmen coming to and from, probably from that uh, post that you've seen before, 
the um, toll gate, more or less. Is it the same guard every time? No, no, it's several guards switching roles, essentially. You do recognize some of them as they left, they passed you, essentially, because they're on, like, horseback. With they're all stormtroopers. <laughs> but, just shining um, white armor. Nothing substantial. You can definitely tell they're just basically changing ships at the, at the guard post. And eventually, through a clearing of the trees, you see a city. It is comparable to Dragonspear in size, however there are no walls that are surrounding it. The entire city seems to be pretty waterlogged. It's right next to the Sea of Swords, and this immediate waft of sea air rushes into your nose. Go for you're feeling extremely nostalgic, especially being huh. landlocked I'm for like yeah. a month. Right? I got my sea legs back. Also be, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I'm always because he's way more on the sea oriented. Yeah. Uh, it smells like hmm? Let's see if I know any about uh, water sea. We'll we'll get to that once you get closer because right now you're still a good few miles away from oh, it. Okay. You're not at water deep. You can see it. What you also can recognize is. Make, uh, those that are driving can make perception checks. I Actually, I would assume we'd switch back. No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> riders, riders having fun driving. Um, what was your total? 15. 15. <clears throat> Asparagus? Calvin rolled for I think he was driving. Oh, oh Calvin was yeah. driving. Uh, yeah, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, you two wouldn't notice anything. But. Dragon! No. When getting closer and closer, the further out from the center of the city, there's a very large structure. There's like. It's varying in building sizes, but there's one that has like a spire that goes up to a tip at the end. And that seems to be more delegated into the center of the city. Further and further away from that, you can see more damage to the buildings. Oh. Some of them have completely collapsed in stone walls and <coughs> smashed bits and pieces of it look to be charred, almost blackened from some kind of flame or substance. And that's what you gather from this distance. And I think that's where we're going to take a break here. We've got a 10, 15 minute break so that way we can uh, get some food, bathrooms. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. This is, I'm excited to finally be done. Because, by the way, you guys are all going to level. <clears throat> For sure. I have to go downstairs and grab my XP that I have, but I'm pretty sure all of you are leveled. What's up? Can I see the character box? Oh, that, that's going to be on the break for sure. Yeah, we're going to We're going to level on break, and then we're going to roll. I'm going to record them so I can make sure I keep up my notes updated. Because I have to change my um, my screens that I, I use to get your, like, display your stats and everything. I have to change your health level, all that stuff. So we'll do that on the break. Thank you everyone once again for listening. This is uh, <clears throat> a new chapter we're going into as the party has finally made it to Waterdeep. <laughs> and please don't forget to check out the other episodes. And oh, RPG League at their landing page. Thank you everyone. We will see you again on another Miss Rolled Adventure. See ya! Ciao. Bye.